0: welcome again. I'm going to jump right in. I'm writing some thank you notes for for 2020. It is the last Sunday morning of this year. Believe it or not, we've made it this far. So I'm looking back and reflecting remembering some big important things and just taking a moment to say thank you. So first, I would like to say thank you to the last dance documentary for teaching a new generation that Michael Jordan is the best basketball player ever. Go Bulls. I would also like to say thank you to the brave family members who volunteered very confidently to cut our hair while we were stuck at home in quarantine. You did your best and we applaud your efforts. I also wanna thank Zoom for being an amazing tool to help us connect to friends and family all across the country and for giving us a new technology to repeatedly teach our parents and grandparents how to use. I would also like to thank our 2020 planners and calendars for reminding us that it's okay to be wrong. And finally, I would like to thank, oddly enough, toilet paper. We thought that you were gone forever, but when we needed you most, you came back for us. So thank you. You know, it's been a really, really wild year. I mean, more than probably any of us could ever fully describe. And one day we will give account and memory of all the things that we experienced together. But on a serious note, there's a lot of people to say thank you to, more than I could give uh, credit and, and honor to in this moment. But I did want to take a sincere just opportunity together to say thank you to our brave men and women serving on the front lines, our first responders, and our essential workers, for those that were always there when we needed you the most, who never took uh, a, a time away or an escape from, from your opportunity to serve, protect, to care, and to heal. Uh, thank you for your bravery. Thank you for your service. Thank you for all of you that just use the God-given gifts and talents you have to be a blessing to the world around you. We want to say thank you to our teachers and our administrators for being flexible and for doing your best. It's been a difficult year to adjust to the environments, to adjust to just the needs and the restrictions that are, are constantly changing. And we just wanna say thank you for trying your very best for your heart and love and care for our kids. And I wanna say thank you, a really big thank you to our kids and to our students, to our college, all the way down to preschool. You are, are so resilient and so brave. You guys, this is not the year that you would have asked for it's not the year that you would have necessarily planned out, but you all have proven that the next generation is strong and brave and resilient, and we love you guys. <laughs> you know, I want to thank all the teachers who have been home, um, you know, mom and dad, grandma, and grandpa, thank you guys for, for taking care of kids so well, for becoming um, a boss, <laughs> becoming a teacher, becoming the principal, and just taking on new roles that, that life just didn't fully prepare us for. But all of us are doing our very best, and we thank you for that. We want to thank you on behalf of the Church of Severn Run for everybody that has stepped in to fill the gap, to serve, to lead, to love, whether you've done that from home or for those that have come to the building to serve in food distribution, to serve in kids ministry and student ministry, to put on uh, online worship services and experience, you know, to create opportunities that are reaching thousands of people every week that are being the light and love of Jesus to the world around you. And you've not stopped now. And we're so excited for what the future holds. You know, it has been a crazy year and it is the last Sunday of 2020. And with that, yeah, it comes a lot of emotion for me. I'm sure a lot of emotion from, from many of you as well. You know, we stand here at the threshold of a brand new year. It's just coming in a couple days and we're about to close the book on the time of confusion and isolation and, and the loss that has come with 2020. Yeah, I personally believe that each of us has, has experienced these types of emotions at some point. Each of us has experienced that that level of, of of just loss in the way life is now different. Right? We can look at a contentious election. We can look at social injustice and racial tension and, and just in every facet of life at home at school, church, work, sports, you name it, everything has been impacted. Nobody, nobody has been exempt from just some of the chaos and some of the, the changes of life in 2020. Now, it's healthy and necessary to acknowledge that this season of life has been hard, that we feel hurt, and we've all experienced loss of some kind, loss of some kind. And the realities of 2020 have impacted us in different ways. Right? It's not all the same. Each of us, because of our life and where we stand and where we, we live, the, the impact has been different, but we've all been impacted. We have all weathered this storm. I would encourage you to take some time to honestly review 2020 and to faithfully reimagine 2021. Honestly review and faithfully reimagine 2021. This Is something you can do as a family. It's something you can do with your spouse or maybe a trusted group of friends to review honestly and to look forward faithfully. Again, we're knocking on the door of a brand new year. And I know many of us are just like, we're ready to kick this door off its hinges, run right through it and just be done with 2020 forever. I feel that, we've all felt that, right? Like I'm so done with the new normal. In 2021, I either want new or I want normal. I do not want these things together ever again, right? We want either new or normal, right? We just want to get forward, get past this. Either way, I want to insist to you, and I want to challenge myself, that we shouldn't just sprint into the new year without taking some time to reflect and to, again, review the past honestly and to reimagine the future faithfully. To examine our hearts and minds, to acknowledge what we've been through together and what we've gone through uniquely in this time, and to use this as an opportunity to learn and to grow, to check our roots, our foundation, and to find the strength and the confidence to move forward. So to review honestly and to reimagine faithfully, we want to do this together. And again, the whole heart of this, the foundation of this is to examine our roots Now let's do this together. We're going to open to the Old Testament, to Jeremiah chapter 17. In Jeremiah 17, we're we're kind of jumping into the middle of a really bad storm, a horrible season for Israel or, or Judah at this time. They were given caution by the Lord not to lean on their own understanding, not to draw strength only from themselves, from their own flesh. But in Jeremiah 17, verse 7, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought. It never fails to bear fruit. It's a beautiful picture. It's a picture of a life-giving tree that is pulling and sustaining everything it needs through its roots by the God-given source of hope and love, and in this case, water, right? It's a beautiful picture that we can all look around us and find an example somewhere nearby. We can see that in our life, in our community, we can see the life and fruit of a tree. Now, the blessings are rooted in this one thing, this one hope, trust, and faith all draws deeply and earnestly in the Lord and in Him alone. A tree planted by water connected to a life-giving source. The roots are reaching out. They're growing deeper and deeper, finding more strength, more confidence, and more resilience. They're bearing more fruit. And that tree does not fear when the drought comes. It does not fear the storm. It doesn't have any worry about, about where the provision is going to come from. Again, it draws from its roots to the source, which is the Lord our God. A tree with strong roots can withstand high winds, a summer heat, a winter storm. The roots of the tree are not connected. They're not determined by the circumstances around the tree. Instead, they are settled and firmly founded into the ground. Again, deep, strong roots to find a life, hope, and salvation. You know, we see another imagery uh, in kind of a New Testament context in Colossians chapter 2. Colossians 2, 6, and 7 paints a similar picture in the context of Christ. Verse 6 says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, overflowing with thankfulness. Our roots are the foundation of who we are. They're the core of our identity. Everything about our life, everything about who we are going to be forever comes down to what we are rooted in. And we are invited, we are compelled to be rooted in the Lord, to draw our hope and our strength and everything we need from Him. To be rooted in Christ Jesus, built up on Him, overflowing with thankfulness. And to imagine, friends, to imagine that's possible in a year like the year we've just had, that we can find thankfulness. Now, these passages may not be new to many of us, But this is a critical time to examine our roots and to see how we are doing, right? We're we're coming out of a difficult season and we're on the threshold of walking into a new season. So this is the time to examine, right, to honestly review what have we walked through, what storms have we weathered, and how are our roots doing so that we can take strong, confident steps as we move forward. We've all been hit by the storm this year. None of us have been exempt from that. We've all faced in some manner isolation and fear and loss. If our only hope moving forward is that a new calendar year is going to fix all of our problems, I don't want to be a downer, but I just want to tell you all, just as a friend, that on January 1st, not a lot is going to change, right? The calendar if any of us put too much stock in our 2020 calendar, maybe that's an opportunity to look back and learn that we can't quite count on the calendar to, to be the rooted core strength of our life. Because we can't just say that on January 1st, after the ball drops, all of these things we've been struggling with are going to go away right? We can't just count on a new political administration. We can't count on a new job. We can't count on just a fresh start, a clean calendar. I mean, I used to love, you know, students. I used to love a new semester in school, right? I'd get there and I'd have a new clean locker with a new organized pencil box. Do you guys still use pencil boxes? Because I loved my clean pencil box, but that only lasted for about a week, right? And then it's just, if I didn't learn the right habits and the right places to plant my roots, then that new energy, that new strength would only last so long. So to be excited, to take strong steps into a new year, I can't just put my hope, my faith, my trust. I can't try to put my roots down into a calendar, into a new date, a new morning. Yes, the sun comes up in the morning, but even the sun will go back down again at night. So as a tree... Rooted deep, committed to consistent in who Jesus is, rooted deep into the identity that I'm a beloved child of God, that because you and I are so loved, we just celebrated at Christmas that Christ came to save, that Jesus saves, and Emmanuel, God is with us, to to be rooted in the truth that you are loved and you are not alone, that God has a purpose for your life. You know, a lot of us can struggle with this idea because. We are told too often that our roots and our identity come from the things we do, that our our strength and security comes from the circumstances around us. And we know we've already seen from from the passage in Jeremiah that that true roots rooted deep down in the Lord is not dictated by any circumstance. Like no storm could come and take that away from us. We can lose a job. We can lose the safety and just the comfort of of being in a grocery store without wearing a mask or, or even sitting next to a stranger at a movie theater. Those things can go, but the truth and love and grace of God will never change. So to have the confidence, to have the strength to be rooted down deep in the one and only thing that could never change and never be taken from you. It's the identity you have only in Jesus Christ, only in the God our Father who loves you so much. Sometimes it's too easy to get comfortable and to buy into the lie that our dependence and value and strength in life is in our own control and is earned by our own uh, awards and progress and and finances. You know, I even love the idea of, of, of somebody like Michael Jordan, right? You get this documentary and somebody might be tempted to say, right, this person was... This person is the greatest basketball player ever. I mean, he was created to play basketball. And that's not true. Michael Jordan was not created to play basketball. He was created to do one thing. It's to be rooted and loved by God, to be rooted in Jesus Christ, to accept the love and the mercy of God, to be a beloved child of God, right? Everything else is just something we get to do. You know, basketball was made for us. We weren't made for the work we do. Like, students, we were not made to do school. You were not made to go to these places. You were made for one thing. Everything else was made for us to enjoy. So when the circumstances around us are falling apart, and it is a, it is a pain and a loss that we do not get to enjoy those things that were created for us to enjoy Does that make sense? You understand the difference? We were not created to do these tasks, to do these things, to earn this money, to have this title. You were created to be rooted in God, to be accepted and loved by your your creator and your savior, Jesus. These other things were created for for our, our blessing, for our enjoyment. And it is hard and it is hurtful and it is a loss to miss them. It's a loss to not be in your classroom to see your friends. It's a loss to not be able to see some of our family and spend the time that we want to spend. It's a loss to, to not have the joy of doing that. You know, I've struggled this year in 2020. I've struggled with the isolation of, quite honestly, you know, moving to a new place and pretty quickly after we get here, locking down and not being able to go outside and see anybody and meet new people. Uh, people are like, what's your favorite restaurant around here? I'm like, ah, Chick-fil-A, I think. Um, you know, still figuring that out. Uh, in a different sense, most of my family lives in Florida. And it's been a year since I've been able to go down there and spend time with my brother and sister, nieces, mom, dad, uh, aunt, cousins, and just friends, friends and family in that area. My mom's birthday is tomorrow, and I'm not going to be able to go down and see her this week or this month. And that's hard. That that hurts, and that is a loss. And I know you all feel these things too. You know, I, I'm so blessed and thankful to have a job this year, but I know the fear and some of the insecurity of of where is the future going to take us? Right? Just the fear and the insecurity of of what is the health of my family going to look like next month or next week? Are we doing the right things? Taking the right precautions? And again, there's a a temptation to believe and accept that our circumstances dictate our value, that the things we do and the things we earn and the titles we have determine our our value and our joy and security in life, that the person who sits in the White House determines our value and security in life. But none of this is true. You know, we even see again in scripture, this this passage uh, says that we have this treasure, our life, a treasure in a jar of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. You know, you and I are trees that we are battered by the wind and the storm. We are at a loss when it doesn't rain. Only, only through the rooted just depth and love and commitment of Jesus Christ do we have life. Do we have strength? Do we have confidence to move forward in life? But in verse 8, we are hard-pressed on every side, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, but we're not in despair. And we're persecuted, but we are not abandoned. We can be struck down, but not destroyed. I mean, have you ever seen a tree just in the storm, the way that the leaves and and the branches blow? And you can tell this tree is taking a beating, but the storm will settle and the sun will rise in the morning. And there the tree stands strong because it's rooted in what matters most. You know, another reality of this is, is our roots being down in Jesus don't mean, doesn't it doesn't mean there's not going to be wind. It doesn't mean there's not going to be drought. It just means that we have the strength. We have the perseverance. We have the love and, 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 and connection with God to get through anything. And if nothing else, as we reflect on this year, we can look at that and remember and celebrate. You and I are here. We, we made it, right? It's December 27th. We've made it this far, only by the goodness of God. And for some of us who have felt like maybe, maybe I'm not the most broken down or persecuted this year, well, God bless you. Good. Thank God for that. Then celebrate, build your confidence, root down deep, and move forward with that confidence and joy. Whatever the circumstances are, are just the circumstances. It's an opportunity, again, at the end of this year to, to honestly evaluate, what have you been through? What has God carried you through? And now to identify the blessings that you've seen. It's at this point that we can finally say that we've seen the blessings of God. We can see now that we know what we've been through and we can see that we've rooted down and God has got us through it. If you feel like, I don't know how I'm gonna get through another year, I don't know how I'm gonna get through another week, then this is an opportunity to, to put your roots down deeper. So then again, just as we've received Christ Jesus, we can continue to be rooted in him, to be built up, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, overflowing with thankfulness. Not because we've figured it all out, not because you and I are are indestructible. That's not the point. The point is that our roots are down deep and our our life and our hope, our strength and confidence is secure. You know, there's another New Testament passage that uses the exact same word for for rooted. It's actually the only other passage that uses the same word. It's in Ephesians chapter 3, that you may be filled to the measure of all fullness of God. Now, to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than we all ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us, to Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. My hope and prayer for all of us this season as we wrap up 2020, write our thank you notes, and reflect and review honestly what we've been through, is that we can acknowledge these moments in our life where we felt we felt as if perhaps I was not rooted in the right thing and I gave too much power and energy into the storm around me. I was too dependent on something other than Christ and I slipped and I lost that confidence and hope. That I can also look back at times and say that, wow, nothing but the goodness of God, nothing but just being rooted in Christ got me through this situation to look for opportunities to grow from what we've been through and to look for opportunities to celebrate what God has done because there is blessing to be found. There is fruit in every season, no matter how wild the storm is, no matter how dry the desert may be, there's fruit in every season when we're rooted in Christ Jesus. So as we reimagine now, 2021, that we can, again, as we inspect our roots, We find our hope in renewed energy and passion to dig down deep into the person of Jesus that we can reimagine 2021 and step forward in confidence and hope, being rooted in love to know that you are a dearly loved child of God, that God has a plan and purpose for your life, that you are never alone. So friends, we're going to continue this conversation next week as we look at some opportunities to ask more questions to to learn and grow and move forward. Our faith in life is a journey. There's no point where our roots should stop growing, stop reaching and stop depending on God because who knows what 2021 is gonna be like. But the point is we know who we should depend on no matter what happens next. So as we move forward, I pray this blessing and this prayer again, that him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, that our hope and trust and roots go down in Him, that we can celebrate what God has done in our life and we can look forward with hope and confidence and strength for what God is going to do next. You know, we love you all. We're praying for you. We hope to see you again soon. Thanks for listening.